Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Introvert Attraction Podcast. In our last episode, we talked about the importance of perspective when it comes to dating. And the challenge that I gave to you was to start to take some brave actions and to detach from the outcome of what those actions might be. So whether that is challenging yourself to ask someone out on a date or send someone a message or to ask for a second date if the first date went well, and then not judging yourself by how the other person responds because we can't control anyone else's response. And I think the bigger the bigger picture that I see when it comes to dating and, and the perspectives that we choose, the choice to view things in a different way. We, we have so much power when it comes to the perspectives that we choose to have. And while we cannot control other people's actions, and while that can feel really disempowering, we do have complete control over the way we respond. And not just in the actions that we take, but in the ways that we choose to view and perceive different situations to be impacting us. So it's one thing to say, okay, I don't have any control over anything. I don't have control over other people's responses. I don't have control over the way other people perceive me. It's one thing to say that and then just end the conversation with yourself. Because if you end that conversation with, I have control over nothing, what you're really doing is disempowering yourself because you do have control over your response and you have complete control over your perspective and no one can take that from you, which makes perspective a very empowering type of response that you can have to, to any type of situation, but especially when you are in the journey stage of navigating dating and progressing into a relationship. So let's talk about perspective. It is one level to shift your perspective from the outcome of any of your initiation or trying to get to know someone or sending messages. The the smallest level of perspective is to shift from the outcome of those to your intent. But what if we zoom out a little bit further than that? What if we stop looking at dating as a series of sending messages, going on dates, just viewing everything as these small series of micro actions and micro steps to to get to a goal because no matter what, and especially most introverts are pretty goal-driven, at least the people in our universe here. <laughs> but the the problem with setting these goals, whether you're setting them intentionally or just unconsciously while you're going on dates and navigating life, the problem with that is that we're always moving the goalpost. And it, it's really normal to to want to set goals, even even if you're not writing them down, but it's normal to want to make progress. And it's normal to want to measure your progress because we naturally want to know that we are improving or that we're moving closer to our goals with just dating and relationships in general, right? There's no reason to go through all this heartache and all the the rejection and navigating all of the, the difficulties in the communication and the expectations and all these different things that are inherently difficult with dating, it's really normal to to want to look at the big picture goal because then it gives you a purpose and a reason for why, why you're going through all these different difficulties. And at the same time, if we start to look at the, the big picture it's natural for us to take steps backward from that and and then to set these kind of micro goals in our head. So in the beginning, if you're 
setting up your dating profile and you're sending out messages, the first goal is to get responses to those. And then you get a response from someone or a couple people. And then your next goal is, okay, well, now I want to get a date. And then you get a couple dates and maybe they go well, maybe they don't. But then you move to the next stage and then you want to get a second date and then you want to go on a few more dates. And then you want to ask this person to be your girlfriend or your boyfriend or you hope that they'll ask you. And it is really normal to do that because we want to know that we're making progress. We want to know that our our heartache and our difficulties and the rejection that we face, we want to know that it is meaning something and that it is leading to something. That's very, very normal for human nature to, to look at things that way. But it also reduces every aspect of dating, which dating is really stressful, but it's also supposed to be fun. It's supposed to feel good to, to meet someone that you're connecting with, to, to move into to a relationship. And there's a lot of setbacks with that. And if we just focus on getting to the next stage, moving to the next part of whatever relationship or whatever actions that we're focusing on, even if we detach from the outcome, which we talked about in last episode, if we still are focusing on, okay, how do I get to the next stage? It can feel really devastating to have a setback unexpectedly, especially if someone starts to pull away or you feel like you had a really strong connection with someone and then they fall off the map or they ghost you or they change their mind. That can feel really devastating. And then all of a sudden you are set back. You have to go back to the the beginning stage and you're back to square one. And that can feel really disheartening. And it can feel like you are failing. It can feel like you have lost progress. It can feel like you have wasted time. And those things feel very disheartening. That's completely normal. So I, I don't want you to beat yourself up about the disappointment of feeling rejected, of if something doesn't go the way you hoped. But there's that initial stage of disappointment or hurt feelings. And then on top of that, we're also judging ourselves of what this means from the bigger picture. So again, someone rejects you, you feel disappointed about that, and then you're back to square one again, and then it's, I have to do this all over again. What's the point? I don't want to have to go through all of this. This isn't fair. It's normal to feel like that. So it's helpful to detach from the outcome, but it's also really helpful to just zoom out and to look at this differently. So instead of looking at dating as a a series of goals to be accomplished, starting to look at the bigger picture of, of what this represents in your life and not just what it represents in terms of getting into a relationship and meeting your life partner, but separate from that, what does this mean for you? What are you getting out of this? Why are you doing this? And, And not just to get into a relationship, but what do you want to learn on your dating journey? Because if you're someone who keeps getting into relationships and keeps having them fail for whatever reason, whether you are meeting up with emotionally unavailable people, whether you, any type of repeating pattern, and I noticed this a lot when I was first dating, I, I would just keep getting into these same patterns and I'd be stuck and I would feel really disheartened about the process. And once I started to look closer at, okay, well, why am I in these patterns? There has to be a reason why I'm attracting these same types of people? What do I need to learn from this experience to be able to move on from it? So learning is something that you can learn (laughs) to value on your dating journey. You can also look at, okay, I'm becoming more resilient. I'm becoming stronger. I'm becoming 
more trusting of my intuition. If I got a vibe that this person did not mean well, if they were pulling away and I knew better, but I, I still kept chasing them or I kept pursuing them and then it all burned down to the ground. Okay, this is really a terrible experience. I feel terrible about it. But let me look back at that. What can I learn from this? What do I need to do differently next time moving forward? I need to learn to trust my intuition more. I need to express my needs more clearly. I need to not be afraid to tell people no or that I'm no longer interested instead of feeling like I owe them something. And you can start to train your brain to to shift into to shift from okay, this is painful. Why is this happening to me? Just kind of naturally putting yourself into a victim mindset because again, we're out of control. But you can start to train yourself to to look at experiences completely differently. And this is incredibly empowering because it shifts us from looking at the other person and asking ourselves, why? Why did this happen? What did I have to do differently? How did I screw this up? This isn't fair. It shifts it from that, which is very disempowering, to what can I learn from this? How do I want to live in my next relationship? What is the bigger picture perspective of what I'm gaining in my life? And learning not to judge ourselves based on any individual event, but also not judging ourselves based on our perceived bigger picture process and our progress that we're making on our journeys. So just shifting from this mindset of not any longer trying to control everything to, okay, I can't control everything, but then shifting into, okay, how can I empower myself on this journey? What can I look at differently? How can I respond differently? But not how can I respond differently to get this other person to respond in a different way because that's just another form of manipulation and control. But what can I do differently to feel stronger in myself? How can I stay more true to myself? What can I learn to do differently next time so that I feel more grounded in my intuition? And this helps us take our feelings of any type of negative feeling, whether it's rejection, disappointment, hurt, it helps us to reconceptualize what it means. And it's so important that we have a bigger purpose when we are on any type of journey in life, but especially on a a dating and relationship journey. Because if you can shift from only looking at day-to-day goals, only looking at getting to the next goal, if you can really start to shift from that into, okay, well, what is this bigger meaning in my life? Once our brains have a reason that we are struggling for something, it completely changes the nature of the fight. Because if we don't have a bigger purpose, whether that is personal growth, whether that is strengthening our intuition, whether that is strengthening our relationships with ourselves, if we don't have any type of purpose with that, we will always feel at the mercy of other people and at the mercy of things that we can't control and negative feelings of any kind. But if we have that bigger purpose, if we have that deeper meaning and that reason behind it, it completely changes the way that our brains perceive things. And in doing so, that is incredibly empowering. And that is, again, always something that we can control. And it gives our brains a job to do because it's one thing to realize that we're in these negative thought patterns or we're over-focusing on goals or that we are trying to control things that we can't control. It's one thing to realize that and then say, okay, I have to stop that. But that neural 
pathway is hardwired and you can't just turn that off. You can't say, okay, I'm not going to do that. It's like if you say, I can't think of a purple alligator or a pink elephant, it's the first thing you're going to think of. So if you start to recognize that, yes, these are my thought patterns, and then you substitute it with something else, okay, well, what does this actually mean for me? Am I getting stronger? I'm going to journal about this. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to do something productive that is actually constructive to building my bigger identity and the reasons why I'm doing these things. If you can give your brain that job to do, it becomes so much easier and you will feel more empowered by responding in that way. And as you train yourself to respond that way, you no longer feel so threatened by other people's actions. You don't feel threatened and at the mercy of your own negative emotions, which means that you start to trust yourself more, that you start to trust yourself to be more resilient, that you trust yourself to handle rejection, that you trust yourself to endure heartache and hardship and and to be able to move forward from it. And not just moving forward as a, a wounded person, a victim, but moving forward as someone who is stronger. Nobody likes negative feelings, but I personally value strength so much more than comfort, pleasure, happiness. Those things are completely dependent on what's happening around you. And if you only want to feel negative feelings or if you're judging yourself based on negative feelings or negative things that people do to you, it makes you very weak because you cannot control those things. So start to look at adversity and hardship in a different way. Start to be able to look at them in terms of, okay, what can I do to grow from this? How can I learn from this? What am I going to do differently next time? And then start to track your progress that way. Start to look at situations that really used to set you back. Like if someone ghosts you, if that happens again, but you handle it differently, look at that as your measure of success and growth. So it doesn't mean you're a failure if someone ghosts you, but if you used to handle being ghosted by feeling completely devastated, blowing up their phone, quitting dating for a while, deleting all your apps, but now it happens again and you respond to it by allowing yourself to feel disappointed, but not needing to analyze it, not feeling like you did something wrong or that you're broken and you handle it just by taking it in stride, taking a break if you need to doing healthy coping skills to help you feel more connected and stronger in yourself. If you handle it that way versus the first way that I mentioned, that's a huge game changer. And it's such a strong sign that you are growing and changing. So be proud of yourself. Look for external situations that regardless of whether they're still happening, not judging yourself based on that, but judge yourself based on how you respond to it. And you don't have to be perfect either. And remember, growth is never linear. My favorite analogy for this is, I'm kind of a video game nerd, but when you play, say like Mario or any type of an RPG or something like that, it's a series of quests. It's a series of levels. And even though you are starting at the beginning each time, whether it's the beginning of a new level or the beginning of a quest, it can feel like you are starting all over and that it's all from scratch and that can make you feel disheartened. But Maybe you picked up some skills along the way. Maybe you picked up some new gear along the way. Maybe you feel more confident in your ability to navigate the terrain. Even though it feels like you're starting over, if you get into a relationship and they break up with you unexpectedly and, oh my gosh, I have to start all the way from square one. It's like starting a new level again on Mario, but you're at world six instead of world one. Yes, it feels like a setback, but 
you have all these new skills and these new mindsets and attitudes and things that you've learned that you take with you. You take all of your experience and your growth. You bring that with you every single time. So it's normal to feel disheartened about having to start over after a setback, but you're not starting over. The world around you might look the same. The level might look the same, but the knowledge and the skills and the attitude that you bring with you, it's not starting from square one. So don't look so much at your external environment. Don't look at, oh my gosh, I'm so set back. I have to start all over on these goals all over again. Yes, that's true. But it's going to be a totally different experience this time around. You're going to trust yourself so much more and you're not going to feel so devastated by the setback. And that internal experience to the external environment and the external situation is completely different. So start to look at your internal growth, not just in the context of am I making progress every single time, but Am I handling situations differently? Do I feel a little bit stronger? Do I feel like this is a little bit easier? Do I trust myself a little bit more? Start to look at that. So to build on last week's challenge of starting to put yourself out there and take some scary, brave actions while detaching from the outcome, I challenge you this week to look at the bigger story of your life. Look at the things you've learned to get you to where you are now because Pretty much we never feel like we are where we want to be, and that's normal, but it doesn't mean that we're not growing. It doesn't mean that we're not making progress, and start to detach from looking at anything in life as a series of actions, a series of goals, a series of, okay, I have to get to this next level. Start to look at it from the context of your your bigger story and not just your story with dating, but the story that you want to tell at the end of your life or the story that you want to tell when you finally get married. Just look look at how it all fits together instead of judging yourself based on where you are now or where you feel like you should be or where you want to be. Just take a step back, whether it's journaling, whether it's meditating, whether it's going on a walk, look at your progress, look how far you've come and start to train yourself to take that perspective more often, especially when you are facing setbacks or obstacles. You're not a victim. There's so much you can't control, but you can control your attitude, your mindset, your perspective, how you choose to respond and whether you choose to empower yourself or not because you are not losing your power when you surrender. You're not losing your power when you stop trying to control. If anything, you're no longer leaking energy into things that are not going to move you anywhere to where you want to be, and you're investing that energy back into yourself, and there is nothing more empowering than that. So I hope that this perspective shift was helpful. We did two perspective episodes these last two weeks, and I think it's really important to balance our our action taking and our strategy, which I'm very focused on as a dating coach, but it's so important to just take a step back and look at your bigger story. Look at these events in a bigger context of your life and to start to be proud of yourself for the progress that you're making and to view setbacks as something that is normal. And as long as you are responding with strength, with trusting yourself with growth, that is what matters most. So take a look at that for yourself. And if you have any stories about ways that you've shifted your perspective or ways that you've noticed growing, I would love to hear them. 
come join us over on Instagram. We are at Introvert Attraction. Thank you so much for being here with me. I love you guys all so much. I can't wait to see you next week. Go out there, be strong, be brave, and I will see you in a week. Bye.